Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Brett White. And joining us today are senior correspondent at Vox, Alex Bud Santos. Hi. And writer person, I don't know, a writer and actor. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Brandon T. Snyder. <laughs> Brandon had trouble coming up with his what intro. Was that? Oh, was I wish somebody else could the... write it. I wanted <laughs> Brent to come up with something clever to describe me. <laughs> no. Brandon needs a personal assistant to give his bio. Um, or just a job. So we're, here, so we're here to discuss Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. As I do with all the Marvel things, um, I'll have us give our overall opinion of the movie up top. Uh, Brett, what did you overall think? Aggressively mediocre. <laughs> uh, it, Yeah, it just felt like uh, Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm like that um and everything that i love about the ant-man movies they forgot (laughs) for this one um alex what a slog (laughs) a slog that made me that radicalized me against white women (laughs) (laughs) uh brandon i like michelle pfeiffer yes um it was good to see her it was comforting uh but the movie itself um was there were like some fun things, but it was boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I didn't hate it. I know like some people saying it's like the worst Marvel movie. I really don't think that. Um, but yeah. Eternals. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Love and Thunder <laughs> would a like world. a word. <laughs> <laughs> love like, and Thunder is good. So uh, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> oh my but. God, Brett. He's, yes. Love and Thunder is actually fucking fine. Oh, wow. It is an action comedy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it? Because I didn't laugh. <laughs> I laughed all the time. Especially yeah. coming after Multiverse of Madness. You, Jesus you, Christ. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know. Do you find child soldiers funny? Is that what <laughs> yeah, it is? man. That's Brett's favorite thing. No, but wait, wait. So I love when they turn into child soldiers. I, that was I, a, it was that was a funny bit because they actually made them all terrifying with the lasers <laughs> coming out of the bunny eyes. That wait, was fun. But we all can agree that Eternals is the worst. And I, I don't. Man, I. I Twitter's been doing the thing Twitter does where now that it's on streaming, people are like, oh, people didn't appreciate this movie. And it's like, no, it's not good. Like, well, it's better to watch on television where you can turn it off every 40 minutes and act <laughs> like it's a new episode. <laughs> That's the next day. That's a very good point, actually, Brett. Maybe I wouldn't hate it as like, much. Yeah, it felt like an HBO limited series or something. Turtles is beautiful, the beautiful gowns of the Marvel Universe, but there <laughs> yes. aren't even any beautiful gowns in this thing. No, no, they put they put a celestial being. That's Michelle Pfeiffer in rags. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just throw this, throw this tarp on. I don't know why they didn't give her a costume because she looked fantastic otherwise. Like it even really that does. gray wig, she looked good in it. It was it looked like a stupid wig, but like she made it work because she looks great. <laughs> um and like I was like, why don't like sure. Michael Douglas, fine. He doesn't need a costume, but like, why didn't she get one? It, it is like- crazy because she is the titular wasp in this yeah. movie. <laughs> because <laughs> the other one doesn't do anything. Considering <laughs> the fact that the wasp in the comic books is a fashion maven. Like, yeah. and none of these wasps, none of these ant people <laughs> even have a closet, it seems. Well, so I don't know if you guys noticed, they did try to give Janet Van Dyne, like, when they show her in like her corporation, they're like, they tried to do some kind of fashion forward shit. And it looked like such oh, with hope. With yeah. hope. Oh, hope. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. yeah. <laughs> I was well, like, also, 
that haircut, that yeah, like, it's so bad. That, that uh, aggressive, m- aggressive elementary school mother <laughs> haircut <laughs> from like you know, like South Carolina. Like it's it, it's that like. Why did you give my son a C? Like, <laughs> that's he's been bad. doing all his homework, and you need to know that. <laughs> I, I, like, I also because, like, in the first movie, or wait, was it the second or first that she had that bob? First, the first, first yeah. I think, yeah. I didn't like that bob, but looking back, that was better. Bob was amazing. I the bob. To yeah, yeah. She way better. had the short pony in Endgame. Yeah, that I think works best for her. I think the short pony actually wasn't a wig, and that's maybe why it worked best for her. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah. like that was the hair she had on Lost. But also, yeah, I I had a lot of trouble with her because of what we know about her. I hands well, it up. Seems like Marvel had the same problems with her that everyone else had because she has eight lines and maybe four frowns the entire movie. <laughs> I was I was going to say if we thought that she was a little bit sidelined because of that or just wait, did you read that thing that I think it was in variety that came out today that was like, had a clip or um, a quote from a podcast that she just went on that said that when all that hubbub was happening, that she got like a comforting message from Peyton Reed saying yes. no one's going to fire you and Marvel is fine with it and all that stuff where I'm just like, <sighs> because I wonder if Marvel like well, PR is like, tech- what the fuck did she say? <laughs> Technically she said, or Peyton Reed said the rumor didn't come from us. That is what was said. Weird. So comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I and like I really liked her previously. Like I, I will oh, say, I, yeah, right. Yeah. Like and she was Kate was one of my favorite characters on Lost, which is also one of my favorite shows. And I remember when she was in what the fuck was it the Hobbit movies where she yeah. was yeah. I remember being like, oh shit, she's good in this. We should have her in Marvel. She's so good. <sighs> she was always my dream casting for Jessica Drew, and now I'm just Ugh. I have a Ugh. lot of trouble with her. Like, and I don't think she's. I think she's having trouble with it too. Cause it felt like this was extremely phoned in for her. Um, and I can't tell if that's because I don't like her anymore or because it was or both. Or because, you know, were any of them in the same room filming the entire thing? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. I mean, honestly, it makes attack of the clones look like a play put on in a black box theater. <laughs> like, it is the so. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it might be good. Um, it is so CGI and also bad. Yeah, it, it, it is. So I don't know. Like it is either. I cannot tell because okay, you know when you see action figure photography on Instagram, yeah, and like you know they're in the grass, but since you understand how perspective works, you can tell like oh they're trying to pass that off as proportional grass but it's actually color right. grass mm-hmm. and it has a kind of like uncanny valley tilt shift kind of feel and the mm-hmm. entire movie had that so it looked bad but then i'm like well since it is the microverse is are they like is it intentionally bad looking like it was i couldn't tell because it did look like they were all tiny like most of the time when they were on screen you saw their full bodies which is really how you would show that someone is tiny um but also it just looked bad so i don't know it looked so bad it looked like a playstation cutscene. yeah (laughs) the playstation one oh god especially the the scene with all the scots all the possible scots I'm like, Patty Duke show did this better. Why does this look horrible? Now, for those of you who are listening, Patty Duke 
It's <laughs> Sean Astin's mother and John Astin's wife. No. Go, please go stream Valley of the Dolls, yeah. which is one of the best movies that Patty Duke has ever created. Wait, Brett, was that was that true what you just said? Well, yeah, Patty. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Patty Duke, uh, she slept with three men in the same span and she wasn't sure who Sean Astin's dad was. Get it, girl. She um, was, she was Mama, Mama Mia. Mia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And one, it was Desi Arnaz Jr., John Astin, and then a random, like, uh, concert promoter. And it ended up being the concert promoter. Uh, I can't believe that actually happened in real life. Yeah. That's wild. I yeah, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> yes. So this is what I'm here for. <laughs> I will say, normally when people have the critique of like, oh, the CGI is so bad, I'm always like, eh, it's fine. This was the first movie where I was like, ooh, this is distractingly bad. Um, yeah. and this is such a small thing, but the scene that bothered me the most was when like Michelle Pfeiffer and Wasp and Michael Douglas are like standing. And like that, like the like ragtag misfits come up and Michelle Pfeiffer has to approach the guy that genuinely looked like there was no one next to each other. Like it, everything looked, so, it looked like a bad Photoshop job. Mm. And like, I couldn't get into the scene because I was like, this looks like people in different rooms standing in front of different yeah. green screens. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to get what the fuck was going on with Modoc. He Ooh. looked like an Instagram face filter the entire time. <laughs> I, I. I, I know mean, he's supposed to look weird, but uh, God. See, I feel like with Modoc, yeah, I mean, like, I felt like it was, he. if anyone was supposed to look completely messed up, it was Modoc. Um, <laughs> so, like, I didn't mind the face stretching, but I also was trying to think, like, did uh, Corey Stahl, like, it, it looked all CGI, his face to me, right? It, yeah. But, like, yeah. why couldn't they have done something where he is did the face stuff and then they just like stretched. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It looked like his entire face was flat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like there mm-hmm. was no depth to it. Yeah. But it's Correct. like ostensibly he has a nose. Like, it's not like they were like, but it just looked like all flat and it's very weird. I didn't mind the, the like face shield part of it. That came no. that that better. Um, that I looked better. He shouldn't have been bald. He, sh- you know, like I don't know wh- that choice was kind of weird. Well, why would Corey stole grow hair in the quantum? <laughs> no, just put a top on him. He's a, he's well, a can. Put a top on him. I also, I would not have known that was Corey Stoll. Like because it no. was so weirdly stretched. And I think they knew that, and that's why every single character had to say Darren every time they saw him. Because it did not look, it just looked like a weird, gross, whatever. And that's, that is the one thing where I'm like, is it supposed to be that stupid because Modoc is stupid? Or was it supposed to be stupid, but it looked worse because the effects I were think, all bad? I think there was just a lack of effort being made on <laughs> Modoc. Because it's just like, you can make, that looks like, someone said it earlier, it looked like a Snapchat filter. It looks like a yeah, Snapchat yeah. filter and you're just like one of those things where you just have like little eyeballs and it talks to you and you, I don't know. Like, I think it, it looks yeah. like one of those. It's like Brian Jordan Alvarez already did this. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, my thing too, is that I think it's kind of funny is that like 20 years ago, all of these things that we're seeing on screen, we would be like, Oh my God, what a magical wonderland. But like <laughs> now we're like, Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Blob. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like Avatar One looked much better than whatever happened. Well, to I, okay, I, I yeah, Brett, I see that. Brett, you mentioned Phantom Menace, and that's all I kept thinking of during this whole movie was a Phantom yeah. Menace, because like 
Phantom Menace didn't technically look bad when it came out, but it just looked, it still looked like just like a CGI set, right? It was obviously very green screened. And that's, I just don't understand. Like, I know that Marvel's cheap. I know that Marvel doesn't pay people well, but I don't understand why an exec wouldn't have looked at that movie and been like, whoa, this looks bad. We need to redo, you know, like I just like, sure, you're cheap, but then you see your movie and you see that it looks bad. So why wouldn't you be like, okay, we got to bring people back in, you know? Mm. It made me actually think I was like, well, how many people did Disney lay off? How many were working (laughs) on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Yes, because and I said this to Brandon, we were texting. I don't blame like the writer or the like effects people because I know Disney is just like, all right, give me uh, turn this over in a day and uh, yeah. or you're fired. So I know that it's like not probably their fault. Um, I just I can't imagine looking at this finished product and being like, yeah, we nailed it. You got it. Uh, yeah, Good I, job. I think that the two like with different things like I mean you know, you're brought on to write this type of movie. Like there are going to be things that you have to hit. Like, it's not yeah. like you're like, give us your, just get, you're not allowed to go wild and tell your own story. Like there are things you have to but, hit and like things to line up. And this yeah. just felt like a movie to get to another movie. Like it, that's, I don't understand why there was no, there was no character stuff, which no. is wild because I think the first two Ant-Man movies are all comedy and character comedy yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't, whose movie is very Phantom Menace problem. Whose movie was this? Right. I, 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 like the fact that they Cassie's movie. Oh God. Cassie, that stupid bitch. (laughs) I also do not understand how everyone in the Marvel universe is just either average intelligence or the smartest person who has ever lived. Yeah. I, that's another thing that really bothered me because We never, like, that wasn't even brought up before that Cassie was this, like, science genius. No. And, like, one, I'm not sure what age she's actually supposed to be. Like, I was like, is she, like, mid-teens? Is she, like, college-age teen? Is she, like, 20? Um, But the fact that she could build something that brings them to the quantum realm and was insane. That Hank Pym couldn't? (laughs) And, like, that's the top of the movie. It's not even, like, a build-up. It's just like, yes. Here, I am a science there was genius. A lot, there was a lot of, like, also at the beginning of the movie, her calling uh, Hank Pym, like, Grandpa Hank and stuff. And I kept being like, wait, 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 wait. Like, yep. what, what, what was the, what has happened in the interim that all of a sudden she now views? Where is, yeah. she, where is Judy Greer? <laughs> yeah, like, her dad's girlfriend's parents, she now views as her grandparents. Brett, Brett this is a story about found family. It's about <laughs> family. But I'm also like, uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer were blipped for five years. So how strong is that relationship? Have they known each other for a couple of months? Like how much time has passed? Wait, do we know even Wild. know where this movie is? And do we know where it is in the timeline? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, so like, this is the other thing that makes me so fucking angry is can we establish which of the many, many, many times the multiverse has been introduced or fucked with the, for the first time is the real time. Was it in Loki? Was it Multiverse of Madness? Was yeah. it No Way Home? Or was it here when at the end Kang is like, they've discovered the multiverse? I'm like, this is the fourth <laughs> time that they've discovered the multiverse. Yeah, I, I kept thinking of, in terms of that, I kept thinking of, wow, remember in Loki when Sylvie blew up a timeline and it was a big deal for the end of that episode and then yeah, didn't fucking gone. matter? Like, 
So I don't know what it it feels like. Uh, it feels like they have a beginning and an end and they're just filling in the middle and like, yeah, we'll get there. Like, it really feels like they just, they know where they're going, but they don't know how to get there. Which, like, I, I've had that problem with my writing, too, but I don't have Marvel money, so... <laughs> but see, I, in, the, in those first couple phases, though, it seems like this. They, you know, they didn't, they know where they wanted to go, but they they weren't on that path yet because it wasn't yeah. laid out. So they, they could do mm-hmm. these movies and have it, but they didn't have to introduce elements in every movie that line things up. They did some things and then it all congealed. And then we had Endgame and, you know, all that. but like now it seems like the format is, is too, is so connected that they have these benchmarks. It's like they've, they've finessed it into an actual, uh, like routine thing that they can make happen. And I'm like, well, there's no spontaneity. There's no surprises. I was surprised by nothing in this movie. It's like very deeply uninteresting. Yeah. Deeply uninteresting. Mm. And then it's just like the whole entire idea of the of the multiverse, which should be fun and silly and like introduce so much stuff, right? Like so many possibilities because that is what the multiverse is. It's so charmless. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. whole, it feels like a chore when someone tells you about, you're like, uh-oh, here we go again. Here, <laughs> here, here it comes. Mm-hmm. Another multiverse no thing. S- streaks of lightning all <laughs> running parallel with branches branching off of each other. Oh boy. Yeah, it's like, don't, sh- don't show me that fucking image again because sure, I did, like give me an actual, I don't know, like show show me something. And I don't, you know, even in Loki, I I remember being like, I'm not quite understanding what's going on with these timelines <laughs> because it was like people were dying. They're blowing up, but then it didn't matter. And I, I, the, the continuity is starting to really fall apart here because it's like, like you said, it's like, don't reintroduce the multiverse 85 times, like do it and then keep going. But like, it doesn't feel like they're doing it feels like they're like, like the avengers all around it group text and spider-man text everyone hey guys multiverse exists so dr strange and ant-man <laughs> are like okay cool got the memo <laughs> now have that to deal with Ugh. i like to imagine Oof. it's more of an email hey guys yeah. know, like just like a really and it's like and he forgot to bcc so everybody sees everybody's email <laughs> <laughs> hey guys just circling back to the multiverse email i sent everyone that no one replied to <laughs> that would even be more interesting to me yes than well, what's I just happening. Know, like, my mind just went down this rabbit hole of like well of course louise michael pena's character would be in that email and then i was like oh my god why the fuck do you not like imagine michael pena's character in this movie yeah yeah like yeah. then there oh there you go the movie is all of a sudden interesting because no one in this was really reacting that anything was really that Weird. I mean, like, even Paul Rudd, who is all charm, was no charm, no funny. I will Very say, I was, I was still charmed by him, but that's only because that was not the movie's fault. <laughs> were yeah, you I mean, char- it, were, wait, is it? No, were you charmed by him just because of the absence of charm? So much at the negative space of charm <laughs> that everyone else took up. I I think that I've just had a crush on him since Clueless, so it's like I'm never not. It's yeah. like I appreciated the thing. The like only thing I will say that like I kind of appreciated was that like he was a little jokey, but not that jokey. And like we were allowed to have like it, it felt like this is what they were trying for. They didn't quite get there, but like trying to make it a more like, oh, this is a serious threat. The problem was a threat wasn't there. The characters were more serious about it, but 
the threat just was like, I don't really know even like I I'm not quite sure what Kang's plan even like aside from I know he wanted to leave and conquer, but like what? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like that feels a little generic. I don't know. And well, like stay tuned, true believer, because you're gonna love <laughs> Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. In five years with Rama Tut. <laughs> with Rama Tut and Immortus, Scarlet Centurion, Iron Lab. <laughs> the entire gang's all here Uh, yeah all the kangs i all of the kangs a saturday saturday night kang bang oh my god (laughs) yes do that movie that movie i might like better when can we start talking about how i how much i hate cassie well yeah go ahead Please. Okay, why is she such a dick to her dad? Why is the entire movie about how this lady is, a, or this teen, is a dick to her dad? Because he was gone for five years, and she doesn't know what that means to her. <laughs> I didn't. I even, it didn't even really bother me that much, just because I don't know. She kept the, saying like, "I'm not proud of you, dad," and then she'd fucking smirk and get herself into more trouble. And it's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that, that she's is like, that is she's accurate. like. She's like, fuck you, dad. And then Kang is like fucking killing her. And she's like, oh, I guess I need, I guess I said something bad. Like, and it's just like, you're such a little dick. I, when she goes to jail like that three times, three times, three or four times she went to jail. I wish I would have gone harder with the jail thing or like shown her to be like a real fuck up. Like where she's like banging the, she's like, really fucked up where it's like oh god like she's gone down i mean she's in san francisco so like no, I it would have been funnier if they put her in prison lock yeah. her up lock that bitch lock up. Her up lock her up <laughs> and, I, then, and then they can put in a line at the end and call use the word stature and then it'll all be like oh my god that's her journey now she's stature ah! i was waiting for that for know, that like Janela or whatever to be like we're so glad that someone of your stature came to save <gasps> us or something oh my god <laughs> thank I'll, god it didn't happen I'll, also she yelled dad way too many t- like i i felt like there were a lot of beats that were repeated because again and again i don't blame the script writer i'm sure he had like such a tight deadline but like it did feel like we wrote some scenes and then we were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just copy and paste it for the next few scenes. We need, we need a longer movie Dad, because she yells Dad. bad so much. And like, everyone is like Darren every time they see Modoc. And I can't like there were four or five different times when someone said, Oh shit. Which like, we know for these Disney Marvel movies, that's like as cursy as they're going to get. But it was mm-hmm. like, what? come on, we're using the exact same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, how many times did she say, "Dad, I'm not proud of you"? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> also, yeah, in the car, that like car scene, she was like really mean to her dad. Like, if I had said that about my dad, who didn't even save the world, <laughs> he would have stopped the car and fucking beat the fucking shit out of me if I even started with that. Was the so okay when I was at D23 uh, and they showed what I think was the first trailer, the plot as presented in that trailer that I thought the movie was going to be was Kang was going to offer 
Scott Lang the chance. Oh my God, Kang and Lang. Um, <laughs> he was going to offer Ant-Man the chance to reset the last five years and get all those five years back oh, with right. Cassie. That That is, and, and it was like, you want this, so help me, but helping me will destroy whatever. Like, I would kept waiting for that because that seemed to be clearly what the first trailer was. And there would actually be, I don't know, character interests, some stakes to that. Uh, it would have been like Flashpoint, right? Like, it's a whole, yeah. it's a whole Flashpoint idea. But yeah, instead, we got this. We, we got, got the Amazon version of whatever this is. Do you think that it actually... Maybe it changed in... I mean, it could have, because they've done stuff like that, too. I mean, even just talking about yes. Doctor Strange and WandaVision and how the fact that, like, WandaVision was supposed to come after Doctor Strange. So they had to retool Doctor Strange to make Wanda... But, like, stuff yeah. like that, where I'm like, that's it's... I understand that they have so many working things and they want to give people opportunities to tell the stories that they want to tell and then other people get shortchanged but like what a sh- what a shitty way to produce something yeah i again that's that's why like i go back and i'm like but someone watched this movie and was like yeah got it like i don't I, and like all the complaints well, all I, the think com- I think you're giving people too much credit <laughs> you really think that someone watched this movie and was like sure kevin we did a good job <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you really I, think that that's someone? Do you really? I I doubt that. I I, I there somewhat. Maybe it was someone headless. Maybe it was someone. Who, <laughs> someone from the quantum realm. Yeah. <laughs> like I know. I I feel like someone probably saw it. Was like not our best work, but you know what? Here we go. Well, because I I feel like that's exactly why the Marvels suddenly was pushed. Like I feel like they were like, and that's why. Shit is well, and also push. just smart because three Marvel movies in a what five month span is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it feels uh, the way I feel right now after this like phase that we've been going through is that like all of the complaints people used to have always had about Marvel movies that weren't always true that like they were all bad, they were just action, they were poorly written, they had bad CGI, they were just placeholders for the next thing. I would defend and be like, that's not true about all the Marvel movies. Now it is becoming true of all the Marvel well, movies. The craziest <laughs> part about this Marvel movie is that it, uh, you know, the whole criticism that all Marvel movies are the same. Yeah. This movie is basically, if you strip down, like if you stripped multiverse of madness for parts, if you strip guardians mm. of the galaxy for parts and maybe some of the first doctor strange movie for parts and smash it all together. Yeah. That's what this is. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh no, another kid that's smart that has like a special power of the multiverse. And it's just like like the last part where she like uh comes back to find them, right? Like, you know how they're all they're stuck in the quantum realm, which I thought was gonna happen. I was like, wow, that's actually interesting if yeah, they get yes. stuck there. Yes, and then nope, she solved it. <laughs> and then nope, she they she did the old America for America Chavez. I almost said America Fair because we love <laughs> Ugly Betty. America Chavez trick it. at the end of Multiverse of Madness, right? Like she yep. just yeah. punches the thing and it's like, whoop, guess we're all back together. I don't know. <laughs> I think leaving them there would have been a far more interesting or, prospect. So like, the entire last like 30 minutes of the movie, I was like, okay, so uh, Hank Pym or Janet Van Dyne, one's going to die. One's going to die. Yes, when are they yeah. going to die? One's going to die. You're not going to keep them on retainer forever. And like, there has to be some sort of stake 
Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. Nope. Nope. All fine. Silly Brett. Uh, why would you think? <laughs> no, very. Well, you, very well, one weird. would think if you are if you are enabling an anti-vaxer, <laughs> QAnon <laughs> woman, <laughs> leave her in the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> leave her in the QAnon quantum realm. Cassie's like, yeah. I saw your Instagram. You can't come. <laughs> <laughs> she likes freedom so much. She's gonna have to fight for it. <laughs> Pick herself up by her bootstraps. <laughs> also, it seemed like. In the first two movies, the quantum realm was like an inhospitable. Yes. Like, yes. And this one is just like, oh, cool. We're fine. We can breathe. We're walking around. It's all good. Brett, yeah. thank you for bringing that up because I forgot I wanted to talk about how much that bothered me. That like there was a bar with Bill Murray. Like what? They, they <laughs> made Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> like, they previously, it was like an uninhabitable like space, right? With like no place to put your feet down on and like you're just floating aimlessly so it just felt like a complete rewrite to be like oh no 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 there's like there's like bars there's like Michelle Fiverr was fucking down there man looking <laughs> yeah. up left and right like I I was trying to at certain points think about like okay so like the quantum realm is endless but it seems like everything it's like a 20 block radius maybe of how yes. like, where are they going you know what i mean like she gets her little cruiser and whatever and she's flying around but like how do you know where anything like what kind of map exists of an <laughs> infinite space yeah it just that i don't understand why we had to do a complete rewrite of it like or there could have been a line of dialogue right like you said, Brandon, it did feel like a 20-mile radius. Maybe they're like, oh, that is the one inhabitable 20-mile radius of the fucking quantum realm. Yeah. But yeah, it just uh, all of the all of the sci-fi stuff felt like very not well planned out. Like all of the sci-fi stuff just felt like and then a wizard did it. Okay. Like just, yeah, just leftover Star Wars props. Yeah. I that like really bothered me. Um, and then I was thinking, I was like, maybe I missed it that she says it in the other one, but she didn't. And also Michelle Pfeiffer, like they all have reason to be annoyed at her. Right. Yeah. She should have said that in the first five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit, guys. There's a really bad guy down there. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I liked her. She was probably her and Kang were the best, like the standouts of the movie. Like I thought they were like, few that were very enjoyable to watch on screen but like yeah they would all be like i would have been so mad at her like why the fuck wouldn't you have told me there's this conquering like warlord living here like that that seems important information to tell everyone right yeah yeah but she's tired and she just wants to move on (laughs) just like first scene it's like oh cassie uh, shut that down please because there's a conquering warlord in there yeah, we deal with them quite often. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it just seems like you need a more compelling thing than just like, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer has been carrying around this long ass secret for a very long time. <laughs> I get her not wanting to talk about it outside when she's out because trauma, etc. Right. But as soon as it's like, oh, wow, now we're in it again. You need to like spill. You need to <laughs> shut that down. Trauma. Your family's in the trauma. Yeah. yeah. She should have taken a brick to that stupid Cassie machine. <laughs> That's what I would have done. And also they were unclear until You're it late opened. for soccer practice. <laughs> <laughs> Go. It was like unclear why they wouldn't have told Michelle Pfeiffer that they were building this multi. Cause like, so Michael Douglas and Wasp knew about the, 
the quantum realm thingy, but they didn't <laughs> tell Michelle Pfeiffer or Paul Rudd. And why the fuck didn't they tell Michelle Pfeiffer? Right? Like, yeah. I, I, I get that we're doing some weird shit with like, also, Ant-Man would have every reason to be mad at them because like that is his child that they are yeah. letting do all this shit. I mean, this they really love secrets. Through. This family loves secrets. <laughs> just like every other Marvel family. Just like <laughs> Odin and his secrets. Just <laughs> oh, like his secret oh, daughter. His dad. Oh, yeah. His secrets. <laughs> all the secrets. <laughs> mm. Odin had so many secrets. And like, that. but that tracks for you know, the gods or whatever, because Odin was terrible. But like, <sighs> and also the other thing, and I know this has been going around Twitter this weekend. Why the fuck was this movie so dark? <laughs> well, that's more about the general trend of everything in general. Yeah. Of every piece of art in general. Oh, did I watch a Vox explainer about this? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I think I might have. <laughs> Alex, tell us, tell us. I didn't do, I didn't write that one. I just, it's just, it's this thing that's been going on and it's been, I mean, it's just Yeah, like not... they make, it's like they make every movie now to be watched on the most advanced, like visual and audio experience. And then for all of us plebeians, they then just like mix it down and dumb it down for us. And so if you see Ant-Man and the Wasp, like I saw it at the press screening mm. in IMAX. <laughs> and I I don't know. Well, I guess I actually did think it was dark. I was there too. It was fine. It, did, it, did it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I did, yeah, it didn't seem. Oh, it seemed kind of blurry, which might have been my eyes. I don't know. I was <laughs> crying. No, um, but no, I, like, it, it seemed fine. Yeah. So I think, but if you go see it, if you don't want to shell out the money to go see it with us rich people, uh, then you're going to see the shitty version. Well, yeah, it's like whatever. I was going to go. I, I I saw Wakanda Forever on Screen X, which is this terrible gimmick at Regal. It was twenty five dollars. What does it do? It like there are certain scenes where it just gets projected around you. Like everything is projected around you. Like the whole entire you're you're basically get stuck in the scene. <laughs> you are in Wakanda. You are oh. in Wakanda forever, forever, like the quantum realm. Huh. Okay. I. Well, so I, it was weird because sometimes the movie was bright, but then most of the time it was too dark. And like yeah. even the images that are going around Twitter of like this is what it looked like before they did. Is it called? Is is it color grading? Is that why I thought it was just like they were turning I mean, down? Also, the like you have to like take it that with a grain of salt because Twitter loves to do that. They also love to do that with like DC movies, and you're just kind of like, "Wow, here's a viral hit. Why isn't stuff more colorful?" And yeah. it's just like, ugh. But like that opening with Michelle Pfeiffer and Jonathan Majors, I was like, "Turn up the lights! I can't see!" <laughs> like I really like. <laughs> As, yeah. And there was too many scenes like that like that was that was my big critique of wakanda forever is that when they were in telecon i could not see shit oh that's and i was yes, like yes that was like, very <laughs> like very 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 dark yeah and like i i don't know and i mean I you're right think that makes sense though right it's like under yes. the water there's right. no he had to bring the sun down there sure but also we're in an underwater town where people are able to breathe and live and have wings on their ankles it doesn't need to look dark because it would be dark down there you know what i mean like there also wouldn't be a man with wings on his feet down so there. so maybe bioluminescent fish <sighs> down there yes. is what you want exactly see there you go you solved the you problem you should Alex. send an email to kevin <laughs> <laughs> um and like 
the the thing about the CGI that like, you know, I know people keep saying this was kind of like Rick and Morty and it like, I guess in a way was because of like the weirdness of the sci-fi, but this sci-fi all felt flat. Like everything felt even the like, I don't even know the names of any of those people they encountered that were like the rebellion. No, I couldn't tell you one of their names and all of them also felt flat except for the blobby dude. The blobby dude was the only one I liked. The one who liked the holes. Yes. You're both obsessed (laughs) with holes. Um, Jeff, Jeff Loveness who wrote it wrote for Rick and Morty. And so like, tell, you know, obviously like why they hired it, but like, and then like the humor wise, I think that he, I mean, I just like, I don't know. I've been thinking about him a lot just because I was like, like, imagine you get this gig and you're excited, right. but you have to accommodate so many things. And it's like fun accommodating some, but others it's like not so much. Um, but I think like, yeah, I feel like he probably did the, as best he could, but like, you don't have, there, yeah. there was no time to explore anything like with these people. No. Like I'm, I, I, I would have loved to have just like, can we get a Disney plus spinoff with just like quantum realm people? Just like, yeah. I, I would take just like a family drama with like Ood's <laughs> person and you know, whatever it is, just make it like completely bizarre. And she'd had a gone way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's, that was the weird, like, Oh wait, no. So, so they know humans exist, but these people are not humans, but I mean, they are humans. Right. So how did they get there? Are there like generations of humans that have evolved out? <laughs> like what is the, what are, and also all the little lightheaded people that were Kang's people, they were, I was like, well, they're robots, but then they started like talking yeah, and yeah. having person like slight personalities. I was like, Oh, I guess they are beings. I don't know. Brett, I have a question. What? Who <laughs> was the person who was like the robot person that had the light head. Oh, not no one. Okay. None of those characters are actual people, except oh. that, which it also frustrates me. The that broccoli gen- guy in Marvel. Oh no, the broccoli is an X-Men reference. Yeah. yeah. Right? That, that, those are the broccoli people that dark Phoenix killed. Oh, which I she ate them. When she, when she ate the she sun. Ate broccoli. That was what uh, the aliens looked like on that planet. Yeah. And then the Jintara, like the lady, uh, warrior <laughs> is like the same name as a character from a Hulk story arc, but like it's okay. not her. They did they did that thing. And uh, who was the? Wait, what was Chidi's name? I just called him Chidi. He was Kaz or Quaz. <laughs> oh yeah, I think oh, that's what oh, it was. Oh, I found that funny that people on not people it was like a CBR article or something that was like oh, thought that he might become Quasar, and I was like, okay. All right. Like they're not going <laughs> to oh just like God. debut Quay. Like I was like, I, I think that anytime there's How a much does one anyone... have to sell their soul for CBR. And so I was like, here's this little piece of shit <sighs> thing. And I'm going to fucking sell my soul. <laughs> maybe And throw Listen, this galaxy brain. I'll make dumb $20. Shit. I, I know. Yes, I know. Oh. oh, right. Cause Brett, we, you and I have talked about this. Cause that's why I'm never like, I don't rag on them because it's not the writer's fault. Oh, it's no, no, it's literally... 100%. Because uh, Valnet, Valnet, uh, do not like Valnet. It sucks. Brett and I have both written for CBR, so yes, uh, they're. I mean, I was yeah, I was a full timer, and they uh, ruined my uh, life. I feel like it's gotten like I feel it's got like I feel like it used to be kind of like here's the thing, here's an explainer, right? And it's like oh, it's like, but now it's just like. It just seems like such like a grab for clicks. I'm surprised. Yeah. Have they not written like his telepathy means that mutants are coming? Have they written that? <laughs> that seems like how they treat everything. The, the problem I yeah. will say is I'm sure that right now, because I work at a, a, a company that does like headlines kind of like that, that shit does work. Like it gets all oh, the yeah. clicks on Facebook. It drives all the traffic. 
So like, I know it's like, you kind of have to do a stupid fucking headline if you're writing that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and like, but I, I feel like an unbased, this might be Quasar. That's Here's wild. my theory. Like, where are the like, Quasar fans coming in? <laughs> grow up! Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if they played, like, an X-Men theme or some kind of Easter egg, that's understandable. But here's a, <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Wait, can I tell you the one thing I did like about the movie? Yes, yes, hit me. The ants! <laughs> the ants are the best part of this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> that one little diversion was, that was really fun. I like that. The whole fucking part where he's like, I've been commute, I've heard this signal, and it's been the ants the entire time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Give me I that. I like Hank him. Yeah, I did I, like him. I mean, I'm also like predisposed to like any uh, older man who wears nice suits and stuff. So I've always, uh, yeah, but yeah, I was like, I was glad that Hank got a little hero moment in this. Because um, this Air version Whisper. of Hank is horrible. Yeah. I, hits were so good. I didn't even think Michael Douglas would make it past the first movie in terms of just wanting to be involved. Like, do you yes. know what I mean? Where you're like, he's probably like, I'll do this thing and it'll be fun. And and this one, I feel like he was doing more than he's done anywhere else. Like he's running around, everybody's running. And look, yeah. I know that there Michelle some, Pfeiffer's movie. I mean, I know that there were like some body doubles, obviously. Like, but like they did some, they did some jogging from A to B. Yeah. <laughs> they did some jogging they really did i mean michelle i mean because like also like when i think about things like like it's it's gotta not be fun to be in doing all that shit wait there's a movie on netflix right now that i just i think just came out that i just like you know how like when you open netflix there's like the trailer that auto plays and they auto played a trailer there's like a movie about that where it's like about making a movie it's a movie about making an action movie that's all green screen during the pandemic and it like cuts to mm. a scene of them like and it's a it's like Pedro Pascal's in it, um, and a bunch of other famous people, and it like literally cuts to a scene of them pretending to run, but they have to run in place because it's a green screen, and they don't have enough room to actually run. And I just I was like, this is probably how Quantumania was filmed. Yes. <laughs> I did. I will say, yeah. Let's talk about some things we did like. I did like both Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas in this, and was glad they finally gave them stuff to do. I wish. They had costumes, especially Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, so at least Michael Douglas was wearing regular people clothes, and her it was just like a fucking tunic. Um, I don't know. I did, but I did like them. I will say I enjoyed them, and like I mean, clearly they're good actors. It's not like they're even if they like hated doing this movie, they're still good, right? Like I feel like they're not actors that would like be bad at acting. No, I think they should not be allowed to do any more movies after doing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have given okay so like they, they skimped on character stuff but like some of it feels like it was like so easy they could have just layered it in and given it a little bit more like I think that it would have been an interesting choice to have Hank and Janet be horny for each other now hear me out oh like, yeah being no yes in yeah, this thing of like you know, we've been going through all this stuff and then there was the blip and we go back and forth. It's just being like, she's back now and like they've rekindled something. So everything is like an innuendo or, you know, she's like cutting a piece of pizza and he's like, oh, they're like Jonathan and Jennifer Hart on Heart to Heart. Sorry. I mean, Brett, of course, is, but like, but yeah, like just anything that was like, that, that would, that would make me think that these people are into each other. <laughs> I mean like she yes. was gone for decades 
Like I would hope, I mean, and no, and too, like Michael, du- Michael Douglas, you know, we know his history with women. Um, <laughs> we know what he's into. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see some of that reflected in like, you know, their relationship. Come on. I, I, I did like the tiny beat we got and I was surprised because this is like, I feel like racy for Marvel because, um, you know, everything's always devoid of any sex. Right. I did like the scene when it's like, ooh, she was sleeping with Bill Murray when she was down there. And she's like, listen, I had needs. It was a long time. And Michael Douglas is like, oh, yeah, I slept with this one lady. It just didn't work out. I was like, yeah. oh, they actually let them write that scene? Like, yeah, because, you know, in no world is that actually racing. But they but didn't say sleep with, though. They talked to her. They, they, they did not, because I remember. You're calling, right. Like, they said they, they did take out this sort of sex element to just, you know, I'm sure to make it more PG-13 than. Yeah. But you're I, right because they, they just like they say they say it without saying it. You're right. I would have wished Michael Douglas would have just gone through a list of sexual things that he did while she was away. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I also would have loved if they were like like a running gag of Michelle Pfeiffer being a terrible cook of Janet being <laughs> yes. a terrible cook because she doesn't know how to cook anymore because she spent all that time in the quantum realm eating yes. slugs and ooze. Yeah, <laughs> and she was just like. <laughs> Uh, and just being like that, Pete, like being like, wow, this pizza's fucking gross. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, you'd be a real weirdo after 30 years down there. You'd forget all sorts of. Yeah. Just like, oh, no, we're supposed to chew with our mouths closed, don't you? She, does, she hasn't <laughs> salted anything in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. she, or she just is like, wow, I really miss ranch dressing. Like, I miss <laughs> the Oh, a woman <laughs> after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue chips are a delicacy um yeah i uh, also were they married before she disappeared i can't remember i know they were yeah. like to get they were married okay they, they were married have hope out of wedlock oh right 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 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um can we talk about the can we t- i want to talk about scott lang's book because i am professionally jealous that somebody actually like was paid to write as Scott Lang and then publish a book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that that is, if you're going to do a licensed tie-in book, like I thought that's pretty cool. Now is it, I haven't read it. I don't know any, like, I don't know what the quality is. I don't know what it really contains, but I mm-hmm. thought that of all the sort of ways to monetize this. Oh wait, they did release that book. They wait, did. Oh, yeah, no, it's coming book. out. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. This is what I happens when I don't work at a bookstore anymore. I have no idea who wrote it, though, because it's not on any of the listings. So I was like, I'm going to, I was like, I need to put out some feelers and be like, excuse me, who actually wrote that? Because I would Wait, like to write so the next one. Do you guys remember Lost did that? There was like a book they put out and it was by the author from the show. Oh. Like, because I, I worked at Barnes oh. & Noble during that era and like literally you could not, you like couldn't find who it was actually by because it, the... It was like a fake book in the Lost universe that was a sci-fi book that one of the characters liked, and that author was their favorite author, and then they published that book oh, under that author, that fake author's name. Yeah, because oh. um, I remember being like, but who wrote it? And like, it wasn't listed anywhere in the book, at least. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 liked, I do like shit like that. I did, I did like that we saw, like, that, that shit tickles me. Like, I get a kick out of stuff like that, where it's like... What's he doing now? The Avengers aren't really around anymore. There aren't really like we don't know that there's a, even an Avengers team officially that exists anymore. Um, so I like the idea that like 
he's still an Avenger, but like, have they done anything? Um, so yeah. he's like writing a book and, you know, we know he has his podcast from Ms. Marvel. Um, and like that shit, I do like, I get a check out of that. They could have leaned more into that for me. Well, he, he, you couldn't lean into it because Cassie's such a fucking grump about it. <laughs> you know what? You don't want those royalties, Cassie? Fucking live on the street. Live in the quantum <laughs> realm. <laughs> is the quantum realm going to pay your bills, Cassie? Um, I, I also, this is going to sound stupid for, I know the movie's literally of quantum. It's not called, called the quantum realm, but it's called quantum mania. I could have used a little bit more setup in like the earth. Like, of the character dynamic. Oh, yeah, they jump right into it. Yeah, and, like, I mean, clearly that's the, like, inverse of Multiverse of Madness, where, like, they go to one multiverse and just stay there for most of the movie. And it's like, can we, can we do other ones? The whole movie's about going to different ones. Um, but, like, I just felt like we needed a little bit more. It reminded me, and this is going to be a curse thing to even bring up, it reminded me of X-Men The Last Stand. How like <laughs> we see Angel sawing off his wings and then we cut to like the credits and then everything's happening and then characters are dead and like it's just like things are happening, but it's not there it doesn't feel like you care or like there are stakes oh, or yeah. anything, you know? And I always feel like that's a bad sign when a movie very seldomly does a movie that gets all the like action right at the top and continues with it land for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I liked about this movie. <laughs> I like no, I didn't hate anything, but I didn't love yeah anything. I, didn't I mean, love the anything. ants cutaway about them living thousands of years and advancing technology was a really fun cutaway. It but even so like good. the Zeb or Zet, the whole alien, I like because I can appreciate the joke, but it did feel kind of pandery. Of like, this is the kind of humor that Marvel movies do. So put an alien in here. He'll be obsessed with holes later on. He'll get shot full of holes and be, ex- it, I don't know. It just felt kind of I don't like by the numbers in a way. Um, <laughs> but I still liked him. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think what I liked is a little bit of that. And also like the whole idea of like absurdity of like, even like the Modoc stuff, even though a lot of like, even though it looked terrible to Corey and my, my <laughs> beautiful bald man, Corey's soul looks so terrible. <laughs> it didn't do, look like him. I do love like the idea of putting Modoc in there and I wish they kind of just pushed it further. It was just like, if you're going to be this crazy, do it more. It's, and uh, it's yeah, just like, it didn't, it really stood out. Yeah. Like right. every single time Kang and Modoc would share the screen and be like, Oh, these are two different movies. <laughs> yeah. This is some very strange. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the Modoc, it just did not, I don't think it looked like Corey stole. Like I, if they didn't, even when they said Darren, I was like, who the fuck's Darren? Like I, but they give you that flashback because they knew that you wouldn't be able to tell. So we got the flashback to him. I mean, I could tell because I love Corey Stoll. <laughs> All right, Alex, keep it in your pants. <laughs> oh, me? Me? Do you want to go down this I road? I like being able to reverse it for a change. Yeah. That's the name of that man. He's so new. He's such a dork. He I was love in Hacks. And that he was on one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I love him. <laughs> 
And I, I can't have a little boner, I, a tiny little boner for Corey Stoll, who has actually been in things. I mean, you can keep your little boner. That's fine. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid I remember Corey Stoll's face. No, but so I he just know Jeff Ward from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season six <laughs> or whatever. That name sounds so threatened. Jeff Ward. <laughs> Isn't that his name? J.J. Ward or something? Sorry, I, I if you're remember. listening, JJ Ward, we love you. JJ Ward is listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ian loves you so much. He does. He does. He was uh, really disappointed when you died in, in hack. Name of a guy that like leaves a message on your voice. Hey, this is Jeff Ward <laughs> calling your car is ready to be picked up. <laughs> um, mm, mm, mm. Before I forget, um, What's the guy from I Think You Should Leave? I was very pleased to see him. Yes. I mean, but I wish that hadn't been like in every trailer, but I, I did know, think that was I know. cute. I did think that was like cute. And I did like that we went back to him um, and he, I, I realized he was Ant-Man and then charged him for the food. Like, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate it. Like, I understand why they used him in the trailer now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, what about this? Huh? <laughs> we'll book, do we'll you book think the whole movie with these two fun bits how about that do you boys i feel like you boys know more about this shit do you think something like that it's like they liked him and i think you should leave and they're like let's get that guy or like he did audition and got it like i think they probably I always wonder what shit right okay yeah i think that yeah i feel like I yeah. knowing like also too again like jeff loveness writing it like i feel like he was is somebody that would probably look at and write something or or you know i don't know like Ant-Man, if there's ever going to be a place, like, since it's sort of like the comedic franchise yeah. of the, you know, they're going to be looking for opportunities and to connect with the young people. <laughs> what are the memes? What are the hot memes? We'll get one of the mean people. That's my impression of Kevin Feige, by the way. <laughs> one of the mean people. We'll get one um, of the mean people. Where's my hat? <laughs> Show me the memes. So I think the first two Ant-Man movies... I think what you got and what I really loved about it was just like the whole like and I know it's such like a dumb gimmick, but I like seeing big stuff turn small and small stuff turn big. Like <laughs> no. I like seeing like a chase scene. Oh yes. Okay, <laughs> that, okay. that is very well <laughs> not like that. No, but, no, no, I didn't mean it yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what I mean though? Like the chase scenes, right? When yeah. stuff would get yeah. really tiny and like, it's just like yeah, the whole really visual surprise. Yeah. Really good action scenes. And then it's just like, there's no visual surprise in this movie except fucking Ant-Man, Cassie and the Wasp getting big and small. That's the only time they get like, you could play with that whole entire, like, I get it. Like you want to like keep, make the quantum realm the star, I guess. But it's just like you could have played with all of that stuff. Like make stuff super big, make stuff super small, make like do something visually oh, interesting yeah, like with what's going on. Make the holes alien. Make him huge. You want to see a big holes alien? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> big holes alien. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we we haven't seen yet a thing where Ant-Man is like has some sort of malfunction where it's like uh, he has a big arm and like a tiny leg. You know what I mean? Like it should it if, yeah, I agree with Alex in that, that the quantum realm is like the place where you're going to experiment with size. Like, like you're going to like what? I mean, <laughs> not why, I mean, experiment with size. No, but I mean, like, why not have a thing where like things don't work properly and he throws one of those discs and like, or somebody yeah. throws one at him and it hits him in his arm and his arm turns small and his, you know, you know what I'm saying. 
I actually did think that with um, Cassie, I think because I Miss Marvel is so like fresh in my brain or kind of fresh that I was like, oh, she's going to make her fist really big when she punches Kang. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nope, wrong character. But like, well, she podcast, wait, 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 this podcast was already done. I like when big when small things turn big. I like to what was it? The experimentation <laughs> with big size. whole monster <laughs> experimentation with size. And <laughs> no, she's going to make her fist big. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna fist Kang. Um, I because like right, they could do that. Is that a thing? I don't know. Have they ever well, done also, that? I it also seemed like to get nitpicky about their uh, size changing powers. I thought like the suits are what change size. So when him and Cassie were shrinking and growing with their helmets off, I was like that contradicts. Doesn't that contradict everything we've seen? Oh, was it the helmets that usually did it? Well, no, because like, so like the pin particles do not like uh, make their bodies grow. Like they make this, their bodies in the suits grow. It's like a contained mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, to, I also probably like, you know, to keep their organs from flying around. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was just weird to see them all of a sudden. Also to see Scott Lang being bigger than we've ever seen him before. Hey, <laughs> uh, which I think, in, you know, in the last movie, he got that big and it was really hard. So I don't know. It- <laughs> oh. uh, Kill me. <laughs> I'm just saying their powers work differently and they could have leaned into that and had some size fun. Well, it's just like, it's like, why is that one scene from the boys more visually interesting and like funny than anything that happened in this movie? Oh God. Which scene from the right? boys? The uh, dick. I don't know. The, the scene thing. from the boys. I don't, where I when, where I one man turns really if small. If you described it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Oh God. It's it just, it, watch the season premiere. It's like in the first 10 minutes. Yes. I know, but like that is even more interesting than anything that happened yeah. in this like, two out it's so long why is this movie two hours why does it why does it feel how does it feel like it's three hours so i don't know that was a a, what i was going to bring up is something you brought up alex i was going to ask because i do actually i know people rag on the ant-man movies and like they're i feel like they're like generally regarded as like bad i always think they're fun like yeah they're Mm -hmm. fun i don't think people think they're bad (laughs) no way are you kidding i feel like that's like the thing on twitter like who are you no no forget twitter yeah you you guys Mm -hmm. listen to you read too much twitter do you know who's on twitter fucking loser i literally (laughs) all of us i literally just saw a tweet that was like relax all the ant movies have always been bad alex has a lot of nerve calling people on twitter um whatever he just called us (laughs) Listen, <laughs> I would never. No, we're all losers. I would never. If I was like, I wouldn't even. Yeah, what? I would never base like any kind of like worldview based on someone on something someone on Twitter said. All right, Cassie, relax. What? <laughs> what I'm saying is, I know, and I know people IRL that like hate those movies. I know people that don't even see them because they think they're they look stupid. And that, like, people that like Marvel movies. Well, then like, they oh. haven't had fun. Really? But, um, but you're also, saying people also, that like Marvel movies are like, that looks stupid? Yes. Because they feel they don't, like, connect to the other ones, so they don't matter. See, that, wait, yeah, wait, that, wait, wait, the, wait, 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 wait. Hold well, on. Well, they got I their just, wish. I just thought of something. So, Ghost, <laughs> she just, no one cares anymore? Oh, no, she's in Thunderbolts. Yeah, but, like, no one cares. No one's ever yeah. like, hey, what happened to that girl? She was in yeah. Quantum so we Mania, but she was invisible the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she was there. Those were her <laughs> footprints in the living sand. 
<laughs> God. Um, but yeah, so because okay, so I, I just wanted to make sure because like I do, I think they're fun and that formula worked. And like removing all of the fun characters, like the side characters are fun, right? Like they were fun in those oh, yeah. movies. Uh, I mean, Michael Pena, see, that's my, who I thirst after in this franchise. <laughs> and so I had nothing. Uh, Go on, girl, give us nothing. I love her <laughs> lack of energy. And like, I, I don't know, we could have, at least Michael Pena could have been there, right? If we gotta like reduce it down to one, him and like, is it like the Russian guy who I think voiced the blob, right? He voiced the blobby guy. Yeah. Oh, David. Like, Dash Malchin. Because they brought him in an episode of What If, so it's like, all right, well, you're still like talking to those guys. So like, why not? Like, I feel like of the like human sidekicks, they would have been the ones that like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have them just happen to be in the house. They get yeah. pulled into. Sure. Um, not that this movie needed more characters, but like it needed more interesting fun characters um yeah yeah because i i the thing i was gonna say is like i i don't feel like the thing i always say is that i like the ant-man movies because they're like fun heist and it's not the world is ending blah like we get too much of that too often that i do like a little like self-contained low stakes fun action right like there's nothing wrong with that and i don't know why marvel is kind of like nope Go back to everything being world ending. I just right. want I just want them to like actually get rid of the uh, idea that they, everything has to connect. I'm like I, I'm, I've reached that point where I was like it doesn't have to build. Just let each I feel like that is thing. what most of what most of Phase Four has been, and I've liked that. And then people are like Phase Four sucks, but it's like Shang Chi mostly stood like stood Black Widow stood alone. Uh, you know, like uh, all the TV shows, like Falcon Winter Soldier, pretty much stands alone. Like they kind of were doing that, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." They're just like making movies, and now we're back to everything connecting, and I think it uh, could be a problem. I don't know. It just and like I don't know. I know that people have like critiqued Marvel for that, but I I don't know. There's something to be said. I don't mind the comic bookiness, right? I don't mind if other characters are breezing in and out, but yeah, it's the the story always having to build that bothers me because mm -hmm. like I, I I like like you know uh, Adam Sass has said on the podcast that Marvel shouldn't be worried about continuity. I do love the continuity. That's like as a kid, that's all I ever wanted was like a zillion movies all in the same universe because that's how the comic books are, right? And there can be shit that doesn't, you know, like yeah, sometimes it depends on you know. The, the Avengers arc with Sentry. I love when Emma Frost has to go in Sentry's mind. And, mm. you know, I thought... And, like, Emma Frost is used differently because she's not written by an X-Men writer. She's written in an Avengers book. So she's not... Like, her whole thing is less... She's not as, like, uh, vicious as she normally is. But, like, that's fine. It's a different writer. It's a different book. And that's the thing I don't mind. If, like, oh, we need to, like use these characters for what we need them for if this isn't their movie or their show that's okay but yeah it doesn't have to be the stories always building to the next story because that like this is a very good example of that because right a lot happened mm -hmm. uh, Kang's compound was huge he had all these guards he was very powerful but I don't know like right wait tell yeah. me what you think about Kang because I literally could not tell you why he wants to beat up everyone <laughs> okay so the, the thing that actually confused me most with Kang was I don't understand what happened at the end. Like, I don't know when he gets sucked into the thing. I was like, so well, he yeah, I mean, 
Is he in a different? He's dead, apparently. But like, is what was that? Was that sucking him into a different universe or just like killing him? Uh, What was it? I think he even got smaller, right? Oh, (laughs) I don't think that's. (laughs) But he got sucked into the. He got sucked into like the next level. Yeah, that's it. He got sucked into the next level. So it's like the the quantum realms, quantum realm. <laughs> That's why you don't experiment with science. <laughs> uh, I yeah, Kang's motives weren't there for me. I also, I mean, I thought we were going to get this, but we didn't. I really thought it was going to be that Janet or that Janet and Kang had like been fucking, and then she realized he was evil. I kind of want to like that. Yeah, and then yeah. she she knew. That's why she liked it. Right. <laughs> she, like, likes, she likes a bad boy. I thought they had good chemistry. They did, right? They did. I think they're just they, very, very good actors, too. Yeah, they're yeah. the only people doing anything. They yeah. might have been in the same room with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I would have, I think that would have been a little bit more interesting to be like, that instead of Bill Murray's whatever the fuck character he was, which really made me mad when he says, well, I am a human, but not officially. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> I need more information. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, but like, he was ostensibly saying it in his alien language because they were all drank the ooze so they could talk to each other, right? Yeah. Right, right. So there's a word for human in the alien language, but like, ostensibly, he's been stuck in the quantum realm with only one human? Well, it felt like the humans that were there weren't humans. It felt like... <laughs> They were they were like trying to allude to like oh they just looked like human but like yeah like how Han Solo's a Karelian right you know right. Like, yeah. I always forget that Brad yeah or Leia's an Alderanian right right yeah they're not actually like quote unquote human they're not Earth so um, it's about representation <laughs> human <laughs> representation mm-hmm. um, in the quantum realm yeah even the and like you know I know we we have learned that Bill Murray is a piece of shit but even that like aside from knowing that like didn't work for me at all because he so we learn he's a character that janet had like had a romance with while she was in the quantum realm we didn't even get like a beat of him being like it was like he was bad and double crossed her right away and yeah it, very quick i i felt like we should have gotten a little bit of like build up or like i also didn't know what when the timeline yeah it, like when when did she first encounter kang when did she first like hook up with bill murray when did the resistance start? When did what was she in the middle of doing when Hank and Hope rescued her, or when Hank rescued her <laughs> in the last movie? Like, because like if she was going to the bathroom, that would be very awkward. <laughs> like, I just yeah, there was like shit like that. Like, I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. But so Kang, let's talk a little bit about Kang. Um, Jonathan Majors is a good actor, but yeah, the. It's kind of like he didn't, he was very, he was used better in Loki, which I didn't love. I didn't love that ending. He was used better in Loki, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, I think he did. They. He's a really good actor with no, I, I haven't brought this up yet, but everything was Cobra Law, right? G.I. Joe movie, the animated <laughs> movie. La, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of all the organic technology and having to stick your hands in things and pull out squishy stuff. <laughs> the Kang, like, it was kind of that level of 
<laughs> quality. And then Jonathan Majors, it's like casting Jonathan Majors as Cobra Commander in the G.I. <laughs> Joe animated movie, which actually is really good. So, um, Brett, yeah. I really haven't heard that name in so long. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And then you said G.I. Joe. And I was like, I do know what that is. This is a podcast for Galobulus stands. <laughs> yes or pythona god work oh was she the she she was the only oh, one pythona. i didn't put a figure out of right because yeah, i really wanted no, of course because she was a woman right. but like the first 10 minutes of that gi joe movie where it's just pythona breaking into the tarot dome and just murdering people jumping around oh flipping her god. little scaly bodysuit when she takes off like when she lets that hair flow i was like you are everything <laughs> oh, yeah. miss and she's holding that ruby later on to give to the Zartan. Uh, honestly, it kind of looks like what Gia Gunn, that like weird purple bodysuit that Gia Gunn wore. Like, she kind of has that energy. I'm Googling this because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Pythona. I like yeah. that. Alex is like, I'm too young. Cobra Dash Law. Cobra Law Pythona, baby. You know Guess what? what? There's a there's a lot of demon art. Oh, <laughs> of yeah. Yeah. I mean, Python is an icon, and <laughs> she's giving I mean, glamour. On. She's glamorous. <laughs> I mean, like the eye makeup, the bald with the one long ponytail. Yes. Yeah. Also, Nemesis Enforcer when he was wrestling with Sergeant Slaughter, and then Sergeant Slaughter starts pounding on him like, "This is for Duke." Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is for yeah. Ugh. and it's really it's actually kind of sexual the way he like crunches his sternum. I am impressed with how much you remember from that i have watched oh. the gi joe animated movie multiple times yeah. it's a every fourth of july actually <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> patriotism uh, oh my god i used to i used I, to actually <laughs> love that for like the opening of the gi joe movie that that music so it, it, oh like, yeah as it's a so boy, good my friend jason and i used to like it, it, it wasn't exactly that we danced to it but it was like it was like <laughs> a routine to it <laughs> oh yeah, because it's, it's like dashing through the night comes up fearful. <laughs> See, this is how oh, interesting Quantumania is. Is I have completely sidetracked <laughs> to just talk about man. Who ever heard of being shot down by salad? That's a good quote from that movie. Uh, I will say, whoever I, mentions oh, me being bad luck again gets a knuckle massage. The, Another good the, quote from that movie. The best line and one that I like to use very often is. Uh. I was once a man. Once a man. <laughs> I was once a man. I was once a man. <laughs> Alex, did you jog any memories when you Googled this? Uh, no, I'm st- I'm in, I'm still looking at Pythona DeviantArt right now. Yes. I mean, work. <laughs> what is her? She has a cute little snake thing. She has a she has like a little like six pronged snake thing that she uses as a weapon. All oh, of her okay. weapons are like weird plant based, like <laughs> spore based weirdness. Okay, it's very Quantumania. I'm plant based. Using that in this context is humorous to me, <laughs> but true. Yes, yes. So the whole movie is about spores. It is. And I I'm gonna bring up one more thing about Kang. Um, I need to know what everyone thought about the mid credits and post credits scene because I, again, I love Jonathan majors. He's gorgeous. I think he's a good actor, but boy, the, like all the different Kangs did not work for me. You did not like the Kang bang. I did not like (laughs) the Kang drag. Like it was like, it it was like giving me like straight guy doing drag for the first time. Oh, it was a long, 
<laughs> she went the, there. She went there. Okay, so it, it was really okay, dark. Michelle Visage. <laughs> you, I cannot believe that you just called Jonathan Majors Maddie Morphosis. Oh my god. Uh, the the Ramatut, I mean, anyone's going to look weird and, you know, that Steve Martin headgear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then Immortus had me worried and the scream was really dark then because I could not tell. It just looked like Jonathan Majors had like a Fu Manchu and was doing something very. Yeah. Like yellow peril, even though I know Immortus is not that and so and also jonathan majors is not that right so it was weird that it's like well you guys didn't have to like give him that weird raspy voice and i think of fu manchu and i just it was i but again it was really dark maybe i saw things i did it just left made me feel uncomfortable i don't know and also the the um, i don't know if there's a name for the other guy the one in the metal suit felt like he was doing Uh, like faggot drag I think that it, I think he might be Scarlet Centurion, but he also might just be an adult Iron Lad. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Could be that. Yeah. But like that one felt like mm, he's person his lips a little too much for this. <laughs> like it was like mm, he was like, this one will be gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also like all the Kangs, once they all started popping up, it just looked I don't I don't know if it was him. I, I don't know what it was, but it like it looked too silly for me like i just i was like it was a disproportionate reaction (laughs) what were they reacting to just going to war yeah also and also what war is this is this the war that he who remains started or stopped like i there like i don't know what right because i I think it's the one that he stopped because he was like if we because i i was if you go by his logic, he was pruning them, right? And then just was streamlining it so that he's the only one that could remain or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, if he, since he didn't stop them, all these other, I, I'm assuming this is the way the story goes, but it could be just bad writing. I'm assuming then uh, that's how oh, all wait, the other Kangs so, start happening. Oh, uh, well, also, Kang, so also Marvel's doing a good job because Kang is supposed to be uh, impenetrable. So, <laughs> good. Thank you, Marvel. You've adapted that well. So, like, if it's kind of like an Ouroboros kind of thing, He Who Remains was the only king. And he actually says, like, what, if you kill me, they'll all come or something? Yeah. yeah. Because now he... So his death in Loki created all of the Kangs, and then retroactively, they'd always existed, etc. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why him getting out or staying in the quantum realm has any say in anything i see i I thought it was that they all already existed well i think that like the way like you know when when he remains dies then they they all of them have already existed (laughs) have always existed right like everything just like fills out like it's like the start but also the end yeah yeah or something right something like that i don't know that is the way i was interpreting it i don't know that i feel like because he's eliminating all the because he was the time the TVA was eliminating all of the stray branches, they were also eliminating the stray the possibilities of those stray so, kings. So, do we think that King Dynasty or whatever the last movie of this phase is is going to end with he who remains <sighs> teaming up with the Avengers to destroy all the kings? And it'll start over back where he's head of the TVA again. Okay, wait. One of you just let out the funniest sigh. <laughs> <laughs> was that? It was me. It was me. 
because yes, that is how I feel. Because like, yeah, Brett, you even described me, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is that, is that what's yeah, happening? I'm, I'm holding on to a thread here. But um. but I mean, Brett, this is what you said earlier. I feel like is that how like it doesn't seem to matter because it felt like the end of Loki was the start of all this shit. Now it feels like this was the start of all that shit. And it's like, which one is yeah. the one that mattered? Like, yeah, yeah. I, and like, if they're happening simultaneously, then that's okay. Cool. And like, yeah, I, there, I mean, they probably will eventually get there to like explaining it more, but like, and you know, I don't think, I, I think Kang seems like a more fun villain than Thanos, but like with Thanos. It was no, pretty- no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. um you thought thanos was a fun villain you know what's a fun villain a villain you can understand he has six Mm. shiny stones they're all cool he wants to ruin the world that's a fun villain you know it's not a fun villain this whatever this is happening well and so also like this version of king isn't theoretically dead or off the table so now does that mean that like rama tut is gonna be the villain of a movie (laughs) no please or mortis well Ian loves a fun villain. These are the fun villains. <laughs> okay. So can, can I finish, Alex? Or are you going to rudely interrupt me to tell me why I'm wrong again? <laughs> I'm going to rudely interrupt you because Kang is not fun right now. Because the Kang thing- should be fun. He's not fun. But also, like, in the comics, he's so whiny. He's the whiniest man in the comics. <sighs> I'm, I'm muting Alex so I can finish talking. Um. So the thing I was going to say is that Kang is more fun, but Thanos made sense. At least we knew what Thanos' endgame was. We knew he just wanted to get the stones and get his Infinity Gauntlet and fucking kill everyone. Yeah, half of everyone. Yes, half of everyone, right. Um, And so, like, that, to me, is... Ooh, Alex, it's not letting me unmute you, damn it. (laughs) Oh, no! What the fuck? the hell's going on? It won't let me... Uh, I've been censored for my views. (laughs) This is not a free speech podcast that I was. But like, that's what I, that's what I was saying, Alex, is that at least with Thanos, we knew exactly what it was like very easy to be like, yes, he just wants these stones. And with Kang, it's like, I have no idea. Even in this movie. But how is that fun though? No, no, no. I don't mean, I don't mean that's fun. I mean like acting wise. I feel like as a. Yeah, the performance performance is is fun. fun. Like it's cool having an actor there because again, Thanos was a Jar Jar yeah like thanos was like a cgi like he was good he was good you know and he looked cool like Um, they did good on his cgi i do think but like i just like thanos for me wasn't much of a character if that makes sense like it was just like yes he just kind of like stern and whatever i mean but like he i feel like thanos was very clear and very driven in that part of his i mean we also saw his backstory we know that like i feel like thanos was pretty pretty developed oh yeah yeah i think so yeah no kang ain't there yet but i just mean that like for me thanos like i it wasn't like oh yeah i can watch him that purple ball chin act like it's not like oh he's like doing good in this scene with michelle pfeiffer he was just kind of like villain right like Mm. i feel like with because jonathan majors i find him very charming i think he's like just like enjoyable to watch but again the villain part is like what we need to like, it feels like we have a half cooked idea as to what Kang's plan is and that so does Marvel. And they're just like, yeah, 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 we'll figure it out as we go along. And like, I don't love that. Well, I do think it is kind of an interesting thing that we don't really know Kang's full thing yet. And he's a character that has had more monologues than anybody. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like even the like final cutscene, which did I I was surprised to be surprised, which was nice to see Loki and Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. But like even that, I was like, but I don't know. Like I mean, I, I know that what will be explained in Loki season two, but I was still like, but what? Why are I, I don't understand. I didn't understand from the end of Loki season one why the next season would be like now we're hunting him in the past because and also why Luke why Mobius wouldn't recognize him because there's a huge statue right. of him yeah. in the TVA now yeah. so that was also weird but I don't know do you um, think yeah. that do you think that scene was just from Loki that's yeah yeah that's definitely because I was like oh this is like this is kind of like they're like just throw this at the end and give him a little something because they've done that before <laughs> yeah they didn't they do that was it's it, usually it's usually scenes from future movies like the end of was it the first ant-man uh, that did that you know the first ant-man was like sam wilson being leading into civil war i know a guy like oh yeah break into whatever yeah so yeah they'll do the, yeah and like yeah i i i'm trying to think of what else i'm like what else did i like <laughs> the gowns Oh, beautiful. <laughs> they, the gowns weren't even that great. No. <laughs> they were rags. <laughs> this is Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, I do hope. Did you guys see that Michael Douglas did give an interview where he was like, I'll come back if I die. Oh, no. Wait, he's like, what? I'll come back one more time if I die. Yeah, he was like, if my character dies, like he said, he wants his character to die. <laughs> awesome. Oh. <laughs> one more. <laughs> Hank Pym's last ride. I thought you actually meant that like Michael Douglas was gonna like die. And then <laughs> no. like he gave them the rights to hologram him. Oh my god. <laughs> like if Which act- would be really funny. Like if the actor died, he was like, Yeah, yeah, sure, put me in the movie, whatever, if I'm dead. Yeah, okay. he was like, just holo- hologram me and give the money to my estate. Oh my god. <laughs> give my money to Catherine. Like, can Zeta you imagine Jones. she's like negotiating? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. She wants money, honey. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine if Ant Man Quantumania had a cell block tango. Um, all right. I guess we're at the end here. Um anything else anyone else wants to say about the movie before I give have Um go get vaccinated no matter what Evangeline Lilly says. <laughs> yeah. Believe in science. Yeah, get all your boosters. Uh, I got all my boosters. Science and- is very important. <laughs> I didn't get COVID at my first ever drag show, which I think there there was COVID there. So you think it- that there was COVID there? Or do you know that there was well, COVID? Well, no, there? what I mean, one of my new friends got no. COVID. Oh. And you think- <laughs> I don't know if it was at the club, but also if you pack like a hundred gays into a tiny bar, odds are right? something. So we yeah. we all got to hang out for my birthday, and I don't know how I did not get COVID after that. I was oh like, my yeah. God. Oh. I thought the same I was, thing. I was walking around so well drunk, and I just I kept saying to Zach, you know, we're both going to have COVID tomorrow. And he was like, yeah, we are. But then I did not, and I don't. Well, there was that one, like, crasher who was, had her head on the table, and I was like, <laughs> she deaf has COVID. Yeah. Alex, oh, that, Alex, that train wreck? I think every one of you were like, who is she? And I was like, I don't know. She's just here. I, there wasn't anyone I invited. It was just like a random yeah. girl. <laughs> you know that scene in Devil Wears Prada where Stanley Tucci talks to Emily Blunt and he's like, and Miranda Priestley's coming in through the elevator and he's like, who is that? And like, he's like pointing at her. <laughs> that is what everyone did to this one oh, yes. person. No. She was like getting into your photos, making you take <laughs> selfies with her. <laughs> the other girl that had a birthday? No, 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 no. I, I think that might be who Brett's thinking of. That okay. girl was fine. She was, she okay, was nice. Okay. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'm thinking of a girl who was like wasted. Oh, yeah, she was wasted. Then it, maybe it was that girl. 
You know, yeah, I don't. I I was also wasted. So <laughs> she was far more wasted <laughs> at a much earlier hour. Yes, yes, she was wasted the moment we saw her. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so Alex, what was your favorite part? <laughs> the ants. <laughs> the ants getting the ants creating basically an ant Wakanda <laughs> was my favorite part, <laughs> and it was only three seconds long. <laughs> uh, Brett. I mean, I like Tank Pym getting to save the day. Yeah. Kaminsky Method Hive Rise Up. <laughs> would you say, would you, <laughs> Brett, would you say that you like the ants too? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I just wasn't going to say the same thing you were saying. <laughs> but they're in tandem. Uh, Brandon? I like whenever Michelle Pfeiffer would look over her shoulder <laughs> and purse her lips just a little bit and squint. <laughs> mm. I... I couldn't tell if I, I, is this mean? I couldn't tell if she was pursing her lips or that's like how her lips look now. I think it's a little bit mm. of both. I mean, no, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong no, with it. I mean, way. she is somebody too. I'm like, she can do whatever she wants. To, I'm glad that she hasn't uh, gone too far with facial reconstruction. Yeah, but yeah. I think I would for her. Like she's yeah, she's. I mean, she's a timeless. She is a celestial being. Now and forever. Um, no, Chris Pratt is half of one, right? I don't. I don't know her. <laughs> um, I think Michelle Pfeiffer was my favorite. Michelle Pfeiffer was absolutely my favorite part. I loved seeing her because I was always bummed. It's like you have Michelle Pfeiffer and you're not using her. So I was glad to see. I wish she had done more. I wish, along with Hank getting to save the day, I kind of wish like when Kang had her in his like throne room or control room, whatever the fuck it was, she kept looking at the one guard's gun and I was like, oh, she's going to kick the shit out of Kang, but that never happened. Um, but Michelle Viver was my favorite part. Um, and I just have to say, I read a tweet from Adam. I just happened to open Twitter while we were talking. And Adam Sass said that every time Evangeline Lilly tweeted or posted on Instagram, they gave one of her lines to Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what grade do we give the movie, Brandon? Um, what's the, how do you grade in Europe? Like, is it numbers or is it like, I just want to like, try to like give it, I'm just, um, I would say, the quantum realm. Oh, well, I don't even know. I'm going to say a C. That's fair. That's, that's more than fair. Oh, uh, yeah. Alex. I would give it a C minus, which is basically an F if you're Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you add that into your grading. <laughs> uh, Brett? Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, see. Yeah, same, same. Which, yeah. yeah um, well, thank you all for joining me to talk about this movie that's a movie um we loved it <laughs> such a good movie thank you all for listening if you like slayer fest 98 you can find us on spotify apple podcasts youtube and anywhere else you get your podcasts you can subscribe to us on patreon where we have gone through what if and are on harley quinn season three and we will eventually be going to batman the animated series and x-men the <gasps> animated series I made that official. I've decided, and I'm very excited. Because I was like, let me make it two things I fucking love. You have to do X Men uh, animated series before uh, X Men '97 comes out. I know, but I'm never going to finish it in time. Which I was like, you you definitely could do it. You think so? Yes. You know you're going to have to get the Lewalds. Oh, I've already had them on. Yeah, they're fucking great. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You did do it. I love the Lewalds. 
They're so nice. Um, and uh, if you want to follow us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98 on all platforms. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Carlos on all platforms. Brett, where can everyone find you when you're writing? Uh, you can read uh, what I write at Decider.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett White. And you can also follow my drag uh, career <laughs> at, at Barb Hardly on Instagram. Very Is much- that your name? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! I'm in drag right now. I've been Pl- in drag plug the whole more. time. Barb Hardly. Wait, at Barb Hardly. Are you really in drag right now? Yeah, because I'm doing must have seen TV right after <laughs> oh this. Oh my god! So. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't slipped into Barb's accent once. Oh god! <laughs> uh, Alex, where can everyone find you when you're writing? Uh, I'm at Vox. I am not in drag. <laughs> Makes me sad, but. <laughs> Um, that's less impressive uh, Brandon where can everyone find you in your writing you can find me on all social media at, at as Brandon T. Snyder but um, Lazarus Planet Next Evolution number one from DC Comics is getting its second printing so you can find my writing in that hey congrats it's going to second printing that's awesome yeah thank you alright everyone well we will see you next time bye bye, bye. bye.